Just as he finished offering the burnt offering, Samuel arrived. So Saul went out to greet him, and Samuel asked, What have you done? Saul answered, When I saw that the troops were deserting me, and you didn't come within the appointed days, and the Philistines were gathering at Michmash, I thought, The Philistines will now descend on me at Gilgal, and, haven't, and I haven't sought the Lord's favor, so I forced myself to offer the burnt offering. Samuel said to Saul, You have been foolish. You have not kept, kept the command the Lord your God gave you. It was at this time that the Lord would have permanently established your reign over Israel, but now your reign will not endure. The Lord has found a man after his own heart, and the Lord has appointed him as ruler over his people, because you have not done what the Lord commanded. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, right now we're going through 1 Samuel a little bit, because that's where I am in my Bible reading for the Old Testament. Well, part of the Old Testament, anyways. I tend to break it up between the, the historical side and the, the the, the prophet side. And so uh, here we have a continuation of the story of Saul, a continuation of his life as this new king, right? And he's there lined up in battle. He's there ready to fight a war. It's part of the reason why the Israelites cry out and say, we want a king. We don't want God as our king. We're not going to trust him. We want a, want a king that we can touch, a king that we can look at, a king that will lead out our armies. And there is Saul. He had just won a rather large victory uh, in Jabesh Gilead. Yes, Jabesh Gilead saved them and he's confirmed as king. And then and Samuel does his farewell speech to everyone and says, basically, I never took anything from you. I only did what the Lord commanded. And, and then he, he says, don't turn away to follow worthless things that can profit or rescue you, they are worthless. The Lord that can't profit or rescue you, they are worthless. The Lord will not abandon his people because of his great name and because he has determined to make you his own people. Samuel doing this last sermon to say, trust in God, hold on to him. Trust in the promises that God has made to you, that he will care for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And then what ends up happening? Saul doesn't do that. Samuel just got done preaching and Saul forgets it. How much is that like us? How quickly do we forget what was proclaimed in the church service, whether it be through the word or the sacrament, and we forget it by the time we get to our car, or maybe by the time we get to lunch? Well, here, Saul is seeing that the Philistines have come. Big army, bad people, right? And he's freaking out because his men are getting terrified. They're not enjoying it at all. And so they start leaving. And, and Saul is placing his trust in the number of troops he's going to have in order to fight a particular battle. And so instead of waiting for Samuel to come and make the sacrifice, instead of waiting for Samuel to come and do the work that he's supposed to do, Saul takes it upon himself, not trusting in God, believing that, well, if I go through the sacrifice thing, God is going to take care of us. If I go through the sacrifice thing, God's going to hand me his favor, hand me his grace, love me. And it ends up going bad because Saul showcases his unfaithfulness, his lack of faith by doing that. By thinking that, number one, it's a transactional thing in which if I do this, then God will do that, whatever it might be. And that's not how God works. God is a God who gives, but it can't be bought. And in some ways, Saul is wanting to do that. 
Saul is wanting to, to try and, and have God in his corner. And so Samuel shows up and goes, what, are you, what have you done? I smell the burnt flesh. I see the smoke arising. What have you done? And Saul says, well, I was afraid. My people were afraid, so I thought if I just do the sacrifice thing, just this little thing, because you weren't here when you said you were going to be, things would go well. But they end up not going well. Because God says, if you'd only trusted in me, this would have all been yours, but now you've turned yourself away from me. You've turned yourself to yourself, to your army, to your men, to all those things, thinking of me as someone who can be bought, and I can't be bought. And so Saul loses what it was that God was going to give him. He instead says, I found a man after my own heart, this one David, who we'll see later on next week, uh, maybe a portion of his life a little bit, who eventually he gets anointed as king, becomes one of Saul's right-hand man. And Saul has a long kingship, but he always knew that David was going to take over for him. And it can all be traced back to this picture Saul turning God's grace into something that can be purchased, purchased by a sacrifice instead of trust, just trusting that God is who he says he is. And so we hold on to that in hopes that it would still be true for us today, that God is the one who cares for us, who will never leave us or nor forsake us. And this fits in with our prayer for today. So let's pray. O God, whose never-failing providence ordereth all things, both in heaven and earth, we humbly beseech thee to put away from us all hurtful things, and to give us those things which be profitable for us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All go in peace. Church, serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow with our song.